So welcome, 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 so welcome to No Stupid, no stupid Questions. Question. Hello, Hello, everybody. This week's up, folks. It's for real. It's with for real. T-Leak like, and Jag. Rah, rah, like a dungeon drag. What's up? No, no <laughs> specific no order. I love No Stupid <laughs> Questions show. <laughs> Can we curse on this show? Do whatever it's we feel. Okay. Time is a question for today. No. Rah, rah, like All right. Stupid. So, question. No stupid question. Welcome to this episode. Of <laughs> My first question is, who are you? No stupid question. <laughs> Happy New Year! What's up, T. Lee? <laughs> What's up, Jack? Happy New Year! I know 2024 is going to be a great year for no doubt the No Stupid Question Show and us. No doubt, no doubt. The show where Definitely. you have two, hopefully still, smart-ass people. <laughs> I think so. And one stupid-ass question. So that's the tough part. Just one stupid-ass question because we started 2024 <laughs> off with a bang. I feel like I have a bunch of them. All right. Well, let's start with one. Just remember, we got to chunk it up. That's my co- okay. coach in me. Yes. Okay. So the stupid-ass question for the day and it disqualifies on all levels. Is Black America under attack in 2024? Uh, can I say maybe? Because the first thing I thought about when you said under attack was we need to gear up. Mm. and To defend ourselves? Is that what you're saying? to be ready to defend ourselves. Uh, so are we under attack right this moment? The smoke is there. I, I feel like your question is whether or not there's fire. <laughs> so I am getting my hoses, my mask, my hat, my protective gear ready. Mm. So okay. how does I don't know how does that work with the answer? Well, hopefully you're getting your exercise this ain't, this ain't on no and you're stupid eating right question. and you're sleeping because <laughs> if the war if the attack is here you're gonna have to be physically fit to deal with it mentally and physically fit. Yeah, we ain't going down that path because you know how I do. But anyway, all right, we're moving on. <laughs> when when I asked the question, I really thought it was a stupid ass question because <laughs> and what made it stupid was I put the 2024 on there because. Uh. I've been alive since 1970, and I'm not going to say I was conscious those first few years, but I think we've been under attack at least that whole time. (laughs) Um, And probably been under attack since the day the first slave ship came to the American soil. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like we're prisoners of war that never got sent home. Wow. Now, there's a quote. Mm. Uh, I didn't get that from anywhere either. That's not that's not that's plagiarism. A, that's a Jack original. That's, that's a Jack that's original not, oh, quote right there. Oh. Plagiarism. Where are you trying mm. to go with that plagiarism? I don't know. <laughs> I don't because, know. Uh, okay, we got we got to touch on it. We got to touch on it for many reasons because of the question, but also because as alums of Stanford from the class of ninety two, and let me I'm 92. sorry, let me let me go back. Black alums of Stanford from class of 92 um fellow alum black black, thank you black alum class of 92 claudine gay Mm, which rhymes with gray but anyway (laughs) 
and anyway, is this what? What is this turning into? <laughs> no, you know, you're I'm trying a, to start a, up that rap career rapper. again. Yeah, you know, I keep thinking I got, I got bars on bars on bars. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I digress. We digress. We, we digress. I do have to make it known when, because I actually called Jag and and to ask him what he thought about the situation, and he's like, "Well, you know, she's in our class." And I was like, I'm sorry. I actually, I don't even think I said anything. Did I not? Was I speechless? Yeah, I was like, was wait, speechless. what? What are you talking you? about? <laughs> so I don't have any. I shouldn't say that. I was going to say, I don't have any prejudice based on my knowledge of her. My prejudice is that I had no knowledge <laughs> of her. Right. Now, having said that, we're all grown. And the, the Claudine Gay kind of example is actually interesting in the context of the question that you ask, because you know how in real estate you have the, the comparables. Mm. The comparables don't pass the smell. So her, what happened to her does not pass the smell test. My prejudices aside. Okay. Um, and in terms of she was under attack. And Did she know it? So this goes to your question. So I might be I might be saying yes with you and not knowing it. <laughs> well, it's not a bad side to be on. <laughs> it's not a, I don't know if I like that way started twenty twenty four. I don't like sneaking in to agree with you. You can't um, you can't go wrong agreeing. So, I'm so, just here to tell you. You know, I, I read I, I don't remember if it was an article on the root or something on LinkedIn, but it was talking about the fact that you gotta know as a black person in America, you got to watch your back. You got to do twice as much, mm. do twice as well in order to be viewed at the same level as others. The, the saying really is half as far, but okay. Oh, well, okay. I, I, whatever it is, which is kind of depressing. Like so so I'd rather go with yours. Do twice as much to, to be on the same level. I'd rather go with that. You know, it's interesting. Um, you, you're hinting at some prejudice there, but I, I don't know if we really want to go into that. Well, I'll just say it. It's, it's, I was dumbfounded when I found out she was class of 92 because I thought I knew and actually looked up and did research and found every black person, Stanford, that was there while I was there. And for some reason, she escaped me. So maybe I just wasn't good at what I was doing. But, you know, and, and I don't know, did she resign in 23 or 22, 24? I can't remember. Was it December or January? Maybe it was January. Oh, it was. No, no, no. I'm sorry. 23, December, not December. 24. Okay. Correct. So what's interesting for me is you talk about knowing. Uh, I talk go. about knowing. Let me make sure that's correct. <laughs> okay. We'll get the right date. Yes. And knowing if you're under attack or not. My mother testified at a committee before Congress last year, late last year, and different context completely. But she at least went to her team and talked about what she was going to talk about, what the pitfalls might be. Uh, we read over and, and 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 researched and went over what her testimony was going to be because we we knew we needed to be prepared. We almost knew almost like debate prep, right? Almost well, yeah, debate prep at the highest level. 
and we you, you talk about pitfalls and you make sure you stay away from pitfalls. I assume she did the same thing, but her answers don't seem like she did the same thing. So let, let, let's be clear. Well, I was, let me finish. If she okay, did the same thing, if she did the By same thing. By the way, thing, January 2nd, since I interrupted you anyway. Okay, yeah. Well, I thought it was this year. So we started 2024 with that. With the bang. Ooh, if she did do that, she did not do it in the context of being a black person in a hostile congressional setting with the way our politics are today. And that's a little disappointing. I'm saddened by that. And I think we saw the outcome that you're going to see when when you don't when black people don't go into those things with that preparation, with that arming themselves, with that battle readiness in mind, because unfortunately, even in 2024, as 200 year old prisoners of war, 150 year old prisoners of war, you still have to have that mindset. It's unfortunate, but I think it's true. I agree. I, you know, I heard the, I didn't hear the entire hearing, I will say that. I I heard the selected snippets that were of most, you know, controversy. And yeah, I have to say, like you said, didn't feel like the elephant in the room was acknowledged ahead of time so that it would be clear, like you said, the, the pitfalls. So I, I was disappointed in that. The, but but I I have to balance that with the the disappointment that I had with the response to the plagiarism charge the charges yes because you know I mean at that at, at, as you were saying at the highest levels plagiarism is not something this not this not a second grader handing in a essay right there's a committee there's an advisor there's a bunch of people reading this thing well, from harvard well. so so this is not a failure of one person i mean aside from the fact that when you look at it it is it is it is not the the mountain that it was made into so that was i mean i i would say she was under attack based on that you know little gaff that she had at the uh, I don't know if you call it little but uh, at the hearings so so if she is representative though you know I, I did also read some articles and I'd be interested in your thoughts on this about you know this concept of a campaign that was built up and was almost sort of transparent in terms of we're trying to bring down these not only these individuals, but these liberal institutions and the way that they operate right. and put pressure on because one of the articles I read said that universities operate very differently as it relates to free speech. Right. Now, well, again, to your point of how she answered the questions, one thing, but yeah, so t tell me about where you where you are on that. What, what, I mean, you, you, you brought up a lot of different things there. And first, I need to say she didn't resign because of anti-Semitic speech. That's not Correct. why she resigned. Correct. She resigned because of these charges of plagiarism. I actually think if the process, when an allegation like this comes up, if the process had gone through the complete process, I actually think she would not have been found guilty of plagiarism. Agreed. One of the, one of the main entities she's supposed to have plagiarized was her advisor. 
ridiculous. I mean, it's a it's a it's it's a PhD thesis. You basically co-write that with your advisor. How can she plagiarize her co-writer? It's I mean, the the interesting thing here is the attack against her was not the most sophisticated attack. No, it was. I mean, another example, they criticize her for not following today's citation rules, but she followed the citation rules at the time that the paper was written. And we have to realize that the world has changed in the 20 years since she wrote, 20, 25 years since she wrote the paper. And the citation rules are different. You don't judge somebody on today's rules, you judge somebody on the rules at the time that they produced the work that they produced. But you know, that's too intelligent because the masses don't care about that. All the masses care is that you throw a bomb at somebody and it explodes. It doesn't have to be truthful. It just has to be loud and said with passion. So, you know, it, it you know, she she was a victim of a war that I don't think she knew she was fighting. Mm. Uh, mm. Which is I love that. She also was a victim of a, like you said, a campaign, a public campaign. Uh, we we used to have a saying in our community that the revolution would not be televised, but these wars <laughs> are on Twitter. Oh my they're gosh! On, yes. They're on TikTok. I mean, they're they're out in the open, but they're still effective. I mean, the people that went after Claudine Gay said they were going to go after Claudine Gay and other diversity hires, what they call them, and they still were successful. So, you know, I don't I don't think. We're unfortunately we're in the community, we're in a society where uh, truth doesn't matter that much, integrity doesn't matter that much. The only thing that matters is can you grab a can you create a headline and grab people's attention and make them act on that it's, headline? It's it's the it's the perception. It's the perception. Uh, it's reality, and uh, and I think you brought up you know a bunch of good points. I, I, I appreciate the detail, additional detail that you brought to the allegations and this this concept of the fact that it was a very clear campaign against her. I mean, no one hit it. Like you said, it was out there on Twitter and and the, the gentleman that I'm not I'm not gonna give his name time, but if you look it up, who really, you know, he's behind all of the stuff around the issues with the academics and so it was a concerted attack to be and and they said as i said that it was intended to dismantle liberal institutions as they you know so call it and the way in which they operate i mean this is this is a battle um and i know our our friend our fellow alum miss jackson from uh, uh stanford would would say i mean you know on our education system and making the education system not care about truth which is the really scary thing right because that is, you know, just like I was just talking about with respect to academic institutions and them having a different rule as it relates to free speech, because they really need to consider thought. They need to, you know, be innovative. And, and, and what that requires is a lot of these opinions and inputs and, and for people to be exposed to that in order to understand how things can be made better. Um, ideally, I mean, it's a place of critical thinking or it's intended to be. And I think that is what the, there is, a, there is a very obvious and stated attack on that. And and I think that does affect black America. So here I am back in, I'm still backing into a yes with you. Not a bad place to be, T. 
do want to bring up, judging by the rules, we are talking about the de jour rules, not the de facto rules. And I say that because of what immediately popped into my head, which is the rules of the time, especially as it relates to women and the Me Too movement. You know, there were de facto rules that were like, this is okay. You can be judged by today's standards. So anyway, just wanted to bring that in. Yeah, so can it's, we- um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Um, about the de facto de jure, are we back to? <laughs> the, the the de facto de jure. Oh, okay. Um, I, I wanted to, I wanted to. Is that a different show? That may be a different show. I think that's, 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 that's going to take some unpacking. We're, yes. try, we're trying to, we're trying to make these nice and concise. That's, that's going to take some unpacking. Okay. I did want so go to go I'll, I'll take that note. Yeah, but we're going to do it soon. Very soon. Yes. You know, what's interesting is that plagiarism, well, I found one, one, one good thing that I found about or one slightly happy moment I had in this whole thing is that, you know, there was a donor, there was a Harvard donor who was very vocal in asking for the removal of Claudine Gay. Oh, um, I heard about this. Bill Ackman. And and it comes to find out that his wife, who was a tenured professor at the MIT, they've analyzed her papers. Mm. Mm. And it seems it seems that she has been much more guilty of plagiarism than say it again bro much more guilty Mary Oxman I'll say her name much much more more guilty right of plagiarism which Bill was so upset about oh how could oh it's yes it was just so it's it's it was just a nice it was a nice example of when you point your finger at someone else you have three fingers pointing back at you Um, but but I, I, and I, yes, I'm glad it was highlighted. The sad thing is he's still going to be a billionaire. He's still going to be a billionaire. He no is doubt. because he is not in the, I mean, he's not going to be canceled because he's the side that he's, it, it is he, him getting canceled is like Trump getting canceled. Right. It's not going to happen because the people that support him and that back him up are agree with getting rid of her. So they will align their beliefs, their thoughts, their perceptions to hers was worse. Claudine, I mean. But let, getting back to this, as we as we really do try to keep these shows tight, getting back to this question of, are we under attack? Is Black America under attack? I, I think that we have you and you mentioned this earlier just briefly, which was that the state of our politics today, you got to understand what that means. And that's what definitely has me with the, you know, the, the emergency uh, pack at the door and, and thinking about getting um, getting going to the gun range for the first time in my life. Um, wow. Yeah, that's where we are. That's so wow. so so, you know, again, I I probably should say yes, that we are under attack because we can't, the watchful waiting, and I say this in health too, the watchful waiting is is not going to get it. Watchful waiting. Explain what the watchful waiting is. Watchful waiting for the attack to begin. Ah, okay. We, 
need to be on the offense. What that looks like, um, I'm actually throwing it. I'm going to throw it out there to you and uh, Jag, if you got something to to kick us off with. But I, I'm I'm trying to think about now that I'm now that I've been been sort of nudged into this yes area. I'm like, well, what does that mean? What do we? And I think it was a really interesting question that you know, and it came up in in another article that I read about Claudine, and it was talking about how for her own sanity, her own individual sanity, she should resign because she shouldn't have to deal with that bullshit. At the same time, what happens when we just kind of withdraw, even if it's to protect ourselves? What What is our next step? Does that take us backward? Does that take us forward? So I don't know what the answer is, right? Because I do agree. I mean, you know, uh, the person who, who asked this question and, and said, yeah, she should have resigned for her own sanity, you know, brought up this other corporate VP that had committed suicide because of bullying and another academic that had. So so it's it's a real thing that we need to protect our individual selves. But what happens at a community level? And you and I have talked about this before. So what what is what is the solution? Right. Because when we don't have these pioneers and when they're they're trying to keep their sanity, how do we support them and bolster them so that they can keep busting through the ceilings without cracking their head? And, and, you know, losing it as a result. Yes, yeah, it's, it's um, I mean, it's a tough question. You, we're talking about the individual and then we're talking about what's best for the community. I, I can't speak for any individual, but I would have hoped that she understood what she was stepping into and put her armor on and was prepared for some of the attacks that I could have predicted was going to come her way. Sojourner Truth was attacked and she knew she was going to be attacked, but she still kept doing what she was doing and and I, I you know what's interesting is is the individual armor the community well i think the individual armor is a start and each individual needs to prepare themselves as best as possible but the community there need there you have to have a community that supports you. But that's part and that's part of your armor. I so that's funny because I think in this same article it's it was talking about you know, did she have any black friends <laughs> to tell her you better, you know, we're talking about debate prep, but part of that is understanding, you know, we talk about diversity and all this stuff. This is the reality of diversity. If you don't have any black people in the room to remind you that they're going to come after you. If there's only white people who don't have that sensibility, then then you're going to wind up more likely in these situations. So so I I mean, this is for me, this is for me, a little bit of a, a epiphany and a sort of mind blown is that part of your armor has to be community. And I guess that's that's when I was talking about supporting and bolstering. We have got to do that for our institutions and our people that are pushing through these ceilings and institutions. And how, what that looks like, I don't know, but that needs right. to happen. Right, right. So you talked about going on the offensive. That I know that got you excited. You know that got me excited because <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm always uh, wondering if Matt Turner was correct in his approach. Uh, but I don't think you meant that. Separate show. And as I get older, I don't think I mean that either. As I get wiser, I know I don't mean that. But w one thing that was interesting, in the last presidential election cycle, 
everyone would agree that voter participation was under attack. But in the last election cycle, voter participation was higher than it was since 1932. So part of what you have to do when you're under attack is you have to lean into it and respond exactly the opposite the way people think you're going to respond. So one thing I think we have to do to go on the offensive, unfortunately, it's the same thing we preached quite a bit. We need to everyone needs to register to vote. Everyone needs to exercise their right to vote. We need good people to run for office. In this society, that is the way that you make change. If you don't have legislators at state or city, state and national level that will take up your battle, your battle will not be won. That's America. That's what America is built on. So I think that has to be part of the solution. I like it. I like it. So I'm not saying don't go to the driving range. I mean, the, not the driving range. I'm not <laughs> saying don't go to the to the range, though, because, you know, got to have that, that hip pocket literally and figuratively ready. There you go. <laughs> All right. So it is an election year. So is black America under attack in 2024? We say yes. I definitely say we? yes. 2023, 2024, <laughs> and, and 25. And, and you... we're going to talk more about solutions. We're actually, I mean, you know, we should probably talk about meditation because we need to get our minds right, too. You were talking about getting the body right. We need yep. to get our minds right. And a key part of this, especially in this big election year, is to vote. So no stupid questions. No stupid questions. Happy New Year. You can ask any question that you want or don't ask no stupid ass questions. <laughs> <laughs>